Whistles. Brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings app and use the code Bobby Sports to get in on the action. Welcome, everybody. Let's get the show started here. I'm double whistling. You got two whistles? Yeah, I'm double whistling today. Huh. That's how angry I am. <laughs> it's yeah, the worst too, freaking weekend for sports. The worst. Everybody lost. I hate everybody. It's so stupid. Sports, That's all. Sports all right, we'll see you next week, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the whole show. Oh, I, I quit the Cowboys. No, you don't. I quit. You are getting the prime experience I, of being a Cowboys fan. I don't need fan. another experience of having a team that dis- is disappointing. Well, this is what it is. Every year, I already this, have this is what it is. I have this. I'm an Arkansas fan in every way. So I hate it. You told me it would be a good year. So I got on the Cowboys. And not only that, I've been really, I de- I'm dedicated and I'm invested. And we got in this league. And there's a thing where it's uh, a, a survival league. And I was lucky. I got invited to be in it. Pretty prominent one. So I said, you know what? I'm going to go in. And it's, they started this week, a new one. And so because they don't want to last all year, it's two teams. Pick two teams each week. They both have to survive for you to win. So it's pretty tough. So I thought, well, I'll pick the uh, big cowboy guy. They're playing the Packers. Packers suck. <laughs> I'll pick the Cowboys in three of my five entries. Ugh. Each entry, not cheap. They're up 14 in the fourth quarter. I know. Being a Cowboys fan is awesome. They're up 14 in the fourth quarter. I'm high on the hog of being a Cowboys fan. It's the greatest. Just as I suspected, I'm about to go into this thing. One of my uh, picks had already gone through of both teams, where I picked Tampa and Tennessee in one of them. But three different ones had Dallas in it. I'm about to go. Showtime, baby. Let's start collecting our checks. Up 14 in the fourth quarter. Yeah, you said that. <laughs> People are falling down, guarding receivers. It's it, We have a group thread of all of us that's like cowboy lovers. And everybody's texting along. And I started to get mad at you guys. Because without you, I wouldn't ever, ever, have lost all this money. Don't look at me. I muted that conversation. No, I, wouldn't, but, I wouldn't listen to whatever you guys, you guys are talking about. You guys are the reason that about. I jumped in. Yeah, yeah, it's not over. You realize that. It's not over. It is for me because that money's not coming back. Well, yes, that money's gone. <laughs> yes, there is that. But, I mean, we're, we're still good, man. We're still good. Like, really, you look at the NFL, who is really le- – the, I mean, the Bills I don't care. Lost I'm talking about this week. <laughs> Let me tell you, here are my picks. Philly and Dallas were my first pick. I can't win because Dallas lost. Kansas City, Dallas, my second pick. Can't win because Dallas lost. Philly and Kansas City, that one's still alive if Philly wins tonight. Which they will. The Giants and Tampa Bay, that one won. That's crazy. Tennessee, Dallas. Can't win that one. Oh, I hate it. All because of you guys. That's why I get mad at you guys. Okay, don't blame don't And then I just left the group thread. Mike, did you notice I left the group (laughs) thread? Yeah, I said Bobby has left. I was like, I'm not part of this. I quit the Cowboys. You can't quit now. Uh, You got to ride out the rest of the season. I have to. You have to. I have to because and I, it'll be great. No, I have to because I bought them in our league of the, the reason I got it to be a Cowboys fan at first. Do you want to hear how I'm doing? Yes. Terrible. Oh, <laughs> great. I was crushed. I got some stuff to tell you guys. Mm-hmm. So, let me explain how this works. We're in this league. Matt Stell is the guy who really put together the league. The singer. He sings that song. Prayed for you. Prayed for you. And name is Noah Grass. But Scott Chandler, he's played for the Buffalo Bills in this league. Yeah, okay. Um, I shouldn't say who all is in the league. 
but we buy these teams, and there are six of us, each have six teams. And you can draft a, a team, and every time they win, you win. But every time they lose, basically you lose double. So you want to draft really good teams that don't even have a chance. You, you draft the best teams possible. But you can also draft teams to lose, meaning every time they lose, you win. And if they win, you lose double. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. that's negative. Yeah. I don't like that, but yeah. So at the beginning of the year, we all draft. There's six of us. You go in order. You draw. You go. I'm going to read you my six teams. The Cowboys. Two win. These are the winners, And they've right? gotten six wins for me. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. It's a good payday. More wins and losses? Mm-hmm. This is the Cowboys, okay? The Bears as a loser. That's great. That's my biggest moneymaker so far. They've got seven losses. What's scary about them is they're, start, yeah. be, they're starting to be interesting. Not they really. Should, they they should have won yesterday. They just lost the Lions. But You're they're starting good. to be interesting. Yeah. They Meaning, showed their true selves I was yesterday. watching the end of the game going, you got to stop Justin Fields. <laughs> so those are my two biggest, biggest winners here. The Rams. Oh, gosh. Is that a winner? Yeah. Oh, boy. The Rams. That's tough, man. Because they were supposed to be good. They were. I think I took them as my first overall. Mm. They've won three games. The Chargers. They've won five games. It's about middle of the pack. They're still scrappy, still little fighters. I think the Chargers will win some games. I agree. Yeah, they're so hurt right now on offense and Mm. defense. They don't have any receivers. Yeah. But I think they will win some games. You ready for the pain? Come on. Are you ready for the pain? Mm. The Raiders. Oh, oh gosh. Because they were oh, they're losers? Yeah, no winners. Boom. They were supposed to be good. Remember the Raiders? Oh, new offense. Waller, Devontae Adams. You want to keep going? No, you guys kept saying Derek Carr. Derek Carr, like, Hunter Renfro. It's a disaster. They've won two games. And this other pick was really terrible, and now it's just bad. But I have the Colts. They're supposed to win the division. Matt Ryan was going to be a savior. But I tell you, it looked pretty good yesterday. Hey, dude, <laughs> although they played so, the Raiders. Although I, they played I, the Raiders. I know, I know, I know, I know. I but just, still, hey, Jonathan Taylor came back. Like, he's looking like himself again. Matt Ryan looked pretty good. He ran for 40 yards. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. He ran a 9-7-40 in that 40 <laughs> yards. It took him all day to get there. Yeah. You may be surprisingly okay with that one. I'm down 2,200 bucks. Well, that's not good. <laughs> I'm neg- <laughs> That's not good. I'm negative $2,200 right now. Dude, you know, like, Damn. if that happened to me, like, I, I wouldn't have a place to sleep. I don't pay it. We don't pay it at the end of the year. No, I still, if I even mentioned that to her, she would be like, you're out of here. You're crazy. I lost $80, smi- 80 smiles on the Cowboys. Well, you can say dollars on this. We're talking about us. <laughs> <laughs> $80 on the Cowboys, and my wife was like, are you nuts? I'm like, well, they were supposed to win that game. I'm losing more than anybody else in the entire league right now. It's How sucks. many people are in that league? Six. I'm not going to put people... On blast, but somebody, most people are up 200 bucks, 300 bucks, down 200, 300. I'm down $2,200. My God. Hmm. It ain't normal. Cowboys will bring that up. They they lost yesterday. They'll bring it back up. If they would have won yesterday, I would have only been down $1,500. Oh, that's still bad, though. There's a big difference. That's a huge difference. Okay. Okay, Kevin. No Christmas this year. It sucks. For us, and you Mike. know what? It's fine. I'll pay it, and it'll be fine. But I still feel like I can climb out of this hole. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, you can. I feel like between the Chargers, gosh, Eddie, the Cowboys better play some ball. They'll play. They'll. The Bears need to keep losing. The Colts need to be win some games. I just have to give up on the Raiders and just hope that they can scrounge some stuff up. I saw Derek Carr crying yesterday in the press conference. He mm. should be crying. Basically, he was saying that some of the people on the team care and some don't. 
You know who does? Me, because I'm down 2,200 bucks. No, he's talking about people on the team. No, me. I do okay. care. He's talking All about right. me. Okay, he's okay. crying for me. I think I texted him that I'm down 2,200. <laughs> Eddie, it doesn't get any easier for the next two weeks. I know that. For who? The Cowboys? Yeah. Who do they have next week? The Vikings. Golly. And then? The Giants. I quit the Cowboys. <laughs> Hey, but but then then we get the Colts and the and the Texans. But uh, they're playing the Colts. I don't. That's not a winner for. Oh yeah, team. that's that's not good. It's a yeah. lose lose. It's a lose lose for you. You should have should have looked at that before you. Well, everybody plays everybody at some point. Yeah, that's what? not true. That's one game. That's not true. Everybody doesn't play everybody at some point. But that's an AFC and an NFC team playing for the first time in four years. Probably you should have looked at the schedule. <laughs> so dumb. that was your I bad. I quit bones. the Cowboys. I quit the Cowboys. Let's do the tittle tattle. Come on, let's go. It's time for the well, we'll go to college here, Bobby. Do you think the committee will keep TCU in the top four after their performance on Saturday? Why, yes, yes. No doubt about it. They beat a team. They were the underdog in the game. They went to Austin, and they beat Texas 17-10. That game, sure so did. That game was terrible. Yeah, it wasn't, a, it wasn't the prettiest game. Some games are like that. Is it 0-0 zero, zero at the half? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> and you hope, you hope in those games that you're able to be the one to come out the ugly side of ugly. The, the pretty side of the ugly. Yeah. And they won. You know what's pretty? Winning. Score yeah. after it's over. That dub, man. It's beautiful. No doubt about it. Do I think TCU is the fourth best team? No. But should they be number four? Absolutely. You can't go undefeated in a major conference and them not put you there. It's a bad precedent forever. If one of the power five goes undefeated and they jump. And listen, I'm an SEC guy. Mm-hmm. But still, even then, I have to look at my bias and go, if you come out of a power five, if you're Clemson, if you're TCU, if you're Ohio State, well, they're going to get it based on Ohio State. If you're Iowa and you're undefeated, you go, you're undefeated. Yeah. You're in. They still have to win their conference championship. They got a couple games left. They, they, they can still lose because I was looking at their schedule, and I think they have Baylor yep. coming up. And then Iowa State, I believe, to end it. And TCU is not so good that you just look at it and go, well, these are wins because they win gritty. And if you win gritty a whole lot, eventually that grit gets you back. Mm-hmm. So, yes, they should be number four. I mean, listen, it's, it's set up for Tennessee to take that number four spot with one slip up. But, and I had said, I thought Missouri was going to give Tennessee a game. And they did for a while. They scored some points on them. Tennessee just ended up running it up on them at the end. But I think South Carolina is going to give Tennessee a little game. And that's this week. Gamecocks. Because they're, they're gritty. They're a gritty team, too. And they got a coach. Who's, who, who will motivate those boys. I, I'm looking forward to that game. Is there a little bias that he's been on the podcast? Absolutely. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> That's why I'm a big UTSA guy. Okay. Coach Love Trailer it. comes up later today. Yeah, you, you've you been beep, beep. Yeah. All day. Birds <laughs> up, mother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of weird. But Coach Trailer's on later today, which Kevin was able to get for us. Great job. He was awesome. He was awesome. Yeah, he was great. He was a four-time high school coach of the year. Went up, assistant, assistant, boom, boom, boom. Now he's the conference. He was conference coach of the year last year at UTSA. So the guys just constantly and consistently change cultures in one. And so now, Kevin, you take the lead overall in in the, the quest for five hundred bucks. Let's go. Because Kevin quest. has got go. Coach Beamer and Coach Trailer. Yeah, he's on a roll. Roadrunners. And who is your next coach you're to get? Mike Leach. Mike Leach. That's tough, man. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, still working on it. He'd be a good one to get on here, oh, though. He'd be awesome. That'd be fun to talk to. Uh, any update on yours, Eddie? Nah. No update, man. Mike? <laughs> I haven't got an email back yet. Are you guys moving on? No. Not yet. Okay. Let Kevin enjoy this lead. <laughs> let, him, let him have fun. Have you even heard anything yet or no? At nah, some man. point, do we just go, 
it's wide open, so we can book the most power five coaches. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, we can do that whenever you guys want. Let's, I mean, get, let's but, give, let's but give it has a couple. To be, all three of you have to say yes to that, because we could do that now, and go power five coaches, and just you know how you ever watch dogs race? Yeah, and they lift it up, and they shoot out. Oh yeah. yeah, that's what it would be, and I'm down with it. So you all three have to because it'd have to be three out of four, and Adam isn't here, so it have to be three out of four. Eddie, no, you're still saying no. Still no. Kevin, yes. Mike, I would say yes to that. Well, let me call Adam then. Oh boy. Because <laughs> if Adam says yes, then we're on. I think he's. I mean, I guess that would be better for the podcast. Just let the lift the gates. And they're off. Yeah. It would. Flash but, and dash. But you're not going to get your guy. I might. Dude, he's chilling right now. You don't even know how to reach he's him not anymore. Even a coach. Okay, I'm just going to call Adam. If he says yes, he may be in a, a right. He does that. He writes songs, he writes yeah, songs. for a living. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, dude. Hey, so... We're debating here if we want to just open up the floodgates and go after any Power 5 coach, and that counts as a point. Because Ke- Kevin just took the lead because we had Coach Trailer on. So That's awesome. What do, you, do you want to just go all Power 5 coaches, period, in the game? Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Can do that. There you go. All right, it's on. All right, Adam, thanks, buddy. All right, thanks. And, and they're off! Let's go! And Squeezy McKinderson <laughs> takes the lead and the... <laughs> Up for guys, 500 bucks. Let's go. All right, next question. Kevin. Let's go. Okay. Should the NFL replace all London games with games in Germany? Hey, man. I'm going to make a comparison here. Okay. London was when you watch the Rams play. Big city, LA, people are there. There's a lot of people there, but yeah, just chill, have a good time. They're London. Germany is when you go watch the Packers play. Not as big, but they are. They're drunk. They are there. They are passionate. They're singing Take Me Home, Country Roads. Yeah. It is. It was a very soccer-ish atmosphere. Uh, I, I don't know about all, but it does get back to Germany. because That was awesome. That was great. Yeah, it was just like a small market versus like a large market already has everything, and the fans are just like, eh, it's fun to be here, but we got other things to do too. So lo- I love that they were in Germany. I wouldn't want to f- go and play that game. No. And they're going to Mexico City next week. Oh, dude, that's brutal. Yeah. That's brutal. I saw the Cowboys in Mexico City one time. You saw and the you game? Win? You went? Oh, oh yeah. This was, I was probably 12 years old, 13. Wow. And... Everyone in our section got drenched, and we we're like, "Oh man, they're throwing water!" And the people that were, that we were with from Mexico City, they're like, "That's not water, that's pee." What? And Why like, would they throw in pee? Like, what's that? This a normal thing? Like, oh, that's just what they do. They pee in bottles, and then they just throw the bottles over the top. What? I'm like, this is not fun. Like, the, uh, they should not do that at all. But that's what they do in Mexico City. So get ready for that. <laughs> Oof. Does the NFL know that? <laughs> I don't know. They're about to find out. Next question, Kevin. <laughs> Did did Josh Allen's hero ball cost the Bills that game yesterday? In the last two weeks, Josh Allen's done four interceptions in the red zone. But let's not forget Josh He's Allen hurt. is hurt. Josh Allen tried to make a tackle after an interception, oh. and he basically elbow dropped on uh, 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 who was that that made the Patrick the, Peterson? Yeah, on Peterson's yep. on head when he when he intercepted it and then he lays down face down and he's like screaming into the turf and you're like well that's it for him this year mm-hmm. and then he gets up and plays I don't I don't know if I'd define it as a hero ball though he's just being Josh Allen I just felt like he was yeah slightly aggressive at a bad time that's how he always plays yeah and he drove it down I mean yeah it's tough I don't know if it cost him the game what cost him the game was that fumble yeah it was the greatest game I mean so good that I text Eddie like get turn the game on did you not see the offsides 
I feel like that whole play should have been null, but it's okay because there was they an got, offsides before that. Uh, no, when he fumbled. No, I guess I, I feel didn't. like the Vikings had an offsides there. They shouldn't have done it, but but then they they called the Gabe Davis thing a catch, so it was all even after that. It's a good game. It's a great oh, game. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, I had a five team parlay that missed because of that game, but that's okay. I, I was so entertained by the game that I wasn't as angry because I still had the Cowboys to make it up for me later in the night. Did you think the Bills would co- <laughs> So stupid. I did. That's what I thought. You thought the Bills would cover? I bet on five money lines. Money lines. Got it. I bet 50 bucks to win like 430. And if that, that hit, I'd have won. Ugh. But I was like, no fear. Cowboys going to whoop some butt. I'm going to make some, make some major cash. That's what we all said. So stupid. So stupid. Kirk man. Cousins looked real good. Ugh. He's whipping that ball around. And obviously Jefferson is king dangling wide receivers. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. He's that catch. Okay. I, I could have done a whole tittle tattle on that game, I feel like. That catch, where do you do you rank that? Like the OBJ catch? Well, I've been probably even better because I mean, yeah. listen, on the how athletic and physical they're comparable, probably OBJ still on the physicalness of that awesome one. However, on the situation, but yeah. way better. Yeah. Fourth down for the game to keep yeah, it was amazing. It, it is almost like he intercepted the ball. Right. Is what it felt. Because the ball was way high. He reached way up, had it. And had that guy not, that defensive back not been there, I don't even know that he would have been able to keep it. Mm-hmm. It was just perfect, perfect body position. But Jefferson is all capital letters, H-I-M, him. That's him. He's the dude. That's it. He's awesome. But Kirk Cousins was like whipping balls at him. It's amazing to watch some of these quarterbacks not predict, anticipate these routes. Yeah. Because the camera angles are so much better now, and they're getting that camera behind the quarterback. Yeah, I love it. And you're seeing them throw before the person even breaks the route. And, okay, that's all good and stuff, but when there's a defensive back right there where if that receiver doesn't make the route break exactly as the quarterback's plan, it's picked, and it isn't picked because the receiver makes the exact cut. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And Kirk Cousin, the fact that he didn't get that Sneak, and he's he's pretty clumsy. He's a non, yeah. What you call a non? Yeah, he's yeah. pretty he's pretty clumsy. Yeah, uh, he didn't get that, but then he also got stepped on. I think twice. And when he yeah. fell, yeah. it was it was like watching like an uncle fall. That's <laughs> yeah. like that's, that's like me when I fall. Yeah, when you're a kid and you see like your 38 year old uncle fall, and it, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. it's not that funny, but it's also not your grandma. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it felt like watching Kirk Cousins fall. I was like, oh, golly. Mm. He just gets stepped on. But I don't know that Josh Allen did anything that cost him the game. I think he did a lot of things to keep him in the game, even to win the game. But he's also playing injured. But they have three losses now. And the Vikings, you know, I said on the show last week that we're either going to see the death of primetime Kirk, meaning the Vikings will get flexed in and he'll have to win some prime games, or the death of the Vikings. Because both can't exist. Because they're going to be put in bigger spots now. Mm-hmm. So it's good. Good game. Awesome game. Love to see it. What's your next question? Can't have enough Cowboys talk here. Do you think Mike McCarthy made the right decision going forward on fourth and three in overtime? Well, I think the wrong decision, again, I'm going to say this. I'm not a coach. So don't hit me with, oh, you go coach a game. He asked me a question, okay, everybody? <laughs> I thought if they were going to go for it on fourth, they should have run it on third and treated it like they were going for it on fourth. They didn't treat it on third down like they were going to go for it on fourth down. They threw it like a seven-yard somewhat low percentage pass then. Yeah. It's like if it's third and three and you know you're going to go for it on fourth traditionally, you run the ball. Because if you get two, you can then run it again. If you get none, you're still going to throw anyway. I thought it was weird they didn't. So 
I'm going to go with wrong decision because it didn't work. Just because it didn't work? I, I'm just surprised they didn't run the ball. Yeah. I, I mean, I think when he made the decision, I felt like, oh, he's banking on the def- on the defense. If we don't make it, you know, we'll get that ball back. 35, but, though. But so, no, man, that was just yeah. the wrong place to do it. And they've been moving the ball. I mean, again, they were down 14 going into the yeah. Yeah. fourth and still. All the yeah. momentum. Yeah. That's tough. I hate it. I hate the Cowboys. All right. Next. <laughs> okay. Okay. Last one. Do you think Josh McDaniels will make it through his first year in Vegas? I used to think yes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. When you think of owners who will just do stupid stuff out of nowhere, you think of the Davises and the Raiders. And I'm not saying it's stupid. I'm just saying we'll just decide one day to wake up and be like, yeah, I'm firing him. Mm-hmm. Like Ursay did. No, nah, we're going to fire Frank Wright and we're going to put in Jeff Saturday. <laughs> then the winning game. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, they have to win some games. As If they lose the next two. I don't even know who they're playing. That's a good question. If they lose the next two games, I can see them firing him. Who? The Broncos this week. Good. They can win that one. Let's ride. And then the Seahawks. I mean, they can win those two games. Mm-hmm. Easy. Mm-hmm. Don't write off Geno yet. I'm not writing them off. I, I, I think they can beat the Broncos, and I think they could possibly beat the Seahawks. Where are they playing? The, the In Seattle. Yeah. That's tough. I do still think that the Raiders can get a little bit of momentum and not end. But Waller's, got a, Waller's on IR. Hunter Renfro's on IR. You're talking about four weeks out. Who doesn't care, though? Like when Derek Carr's saying, who is it, do you think? I, know. I don't know. Because it's, it's obviously not Devontae Adams because he runs like he's angry at the ground, in my opinion. So probably yeah. just like some linemen or something? Yeah, they're very important. No, 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 I know, but one that we're not really going to know. Maybe I can't guys tell you defense or something? Maybe, yeah. some, maybe some secondary guy. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, there's got to be more than one. The way he made it sound in the press conference was like, "There's part of the team is this, and part of the team is that." But we mm-hmm. asked our buddy Matt Overton when he was on because he's playing for the Cowboys now. He was like, "Yeah, some players just come in, do their job, get their check. Some players actually care about winning." Yeah. So I could definitely see that. If I were a very passionate person, I would be upset too if some people weren't as passionate and we were losing and it was humiliating. Yeah. So all right, that's the tittle tattle. Thank you. Stupidest name ever. It's the tittle tattle with kickoff. Remember that 25 Whistles is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings app and use the code BOBBYSPORTS to get in on all the action now. Listeners that don't have DraftKings Sportsbook can download it. Get the app. There's a 25 Whistles parlay on DraftKings Sportsbook. There's so much more. If you want to take the parlay, check it out. New users, use the code BOBBYSPORTS when you download the app. 21 and up, most eligible states. But age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for terms and resources. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the Tennessee red line, 800-889-9789. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. I was going to look at some early lines for next week, just the NFL-wise. Because Vegas has got it on lock. <laughs> Here we go. Stubborn. Uh, tonight, the Eagles are almost 11-point favorite, 10.5. Yeah, see, I think that's a good one. Hey, wh- Packers and Titans. What do you think that line is? Packers, Titans. Well, after a it's win. It's in Green Bay. After a win in Lambeau, I would say the Packers are favored by three. But what about the Titans? They won. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Packers are favored by three in Lambeau. Yeah. Nice job. Browns and Bills in Buffalo. Bills six and Bill, a half. Bills nine and a half. Oh my! You know, I think this week is when Watson can practice again. Yeah. In Cleveland, oh, right? Man, gosh, what's that going to be like? Probably not. 
as dramatic in the building as out the, out of, outside of the building? Man, you got to think these players are still young. I'm not going to say kids, but they're younger people. Like, they're in touch with everything. They know everything that's been going on. Like, there are still – you go back to, like, high school. You know, like, you get out of the showers, everyone's whipping each other with the towels. Like, they're still immature. Mm-hmm. So you got to think that when – Deshaun's there. Some players have to be like, "Oh, there he is, rub, rub." You know what I mean? Like, no way. There has it maybe has not to out loud. No they don't want to get that happen. recorded on a phone, but I'm sure it's not. It won't be a big deal. Like, okay. No, I, I mean I'm agreeing with you in the way of like, <laughs> I just you know. you know these guys. You know how they act. Falcons and Bears in Atlanta. Oh, mm. go ahead, Kevin. Mm. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if the Bears are favored in that. But I'm going to say, yeah, let's go with the, um, why not the Bears, too? Atlanta by three. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you one more. They are, but they they win sometimes. Colts they, and Eagles. Colts and Next Eagles. Week. Wow, Next this week. is going to be a 14er. I would say Eagles 14. Eagles 9. Mm. What about Raiders-Broncos? We talked about that a minute ago. Let's Bro- ride. <laughs> Broncos, two and a half. Broncos, three. Yeah. One more. Cowboys, Vikings in Minnesota. Ooh. They can't. Vi- Go ahead. Vikings, four and a half. No, less than that. It's going to be Vikings, two. Cowboys, one and a half. What? Oh, well. Cowboys, one and a half. They always believe in the Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, NFL-wise, quickly. <laughs> Watch the Titans and Broncos. Both offenses were not good. Mm-mm. Titans one. We were talking about watching Red Zone. Do you watch Red Zone? Yeah. You know, like there are some games when you're watching Red Zone never that you it. just they never show never up. Never see it. And you're like, what what's going on in that game? Because I haven't seen them in two hours. And that was that game. We talked about the Cowboys Packers. I'm done. Great. We don't never have to talk about that again. That's That'd be great. <laughs> Colts win 25-20. Hey, the Raiders look though like Suck it, right? The Raiders Is, is that what Ursay's saying? Suck it. Raiders look motivated. It was Colts win. I mean, Matt Ryan looked good for Matt Ryan. He ran. He ran for forty yards in one play. It was amazing. <laughs> um, Jeff Saturday won. It was pretty cool. Jonathan Taylor rushed that big one. It was. It was yeah. like a seventy yarder. Boom, gone. Fantasy out, owners out ran the like, defensive oh. backs. It's awesome. So Colts twenty five, Raiders twenty. That was a good game. The Giants win again. Uh, Texans game a little run at the end of that game though. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got a little. I was getting a little nervy. Yeah, like, Mills showed a little bit of... Um, threw a bad pick at the end, though. Yeah, I get it. You're yeah. desperate at that point, though. Yeah, threw a bad pick at the end. Uh, the Bucks won, which is good for them in that division, because the Panthers also won. I was kind of hoping the Bucks would lose, even though I want... I just want... I need the Panthers to get up there. Just chaos? I need the oh, pa- yeah. I, I would like Panthers. that. I would like that, too. I need the Panthers. What, you like what? That I would like for the Panthers to go up there. I would like for the Bucks not to make the playoffs. Oh, well, we have a bunch of money on on the show bet. Who cares? Uh, Baker's going to start this week. Wow. Is he? Mm-hmm. A high ankle sprain. For PJ? Mm-hmm. Just announced it. So Baker will be starting Did you see him headbutton dudes without a helmet the other yeah, day? Yeah, I did. It's so dumb. What are you doing? It's so dumb. Uh, Lions 31, Bears 30. Um, good to see it. Is there anything else I wanted to mention? Uh, that's pretty much... I mean, the, uh, the 49ers and Chargers last night. It's a pretty good game till the end. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was pulling for the Chargers, but Chargers were up. Then uh, the 49ers just kind of pulled away with it. It was a pretty good game. Yeah, there's not really nothing to say about that. Uh, college side of things. Hey, what happened with the Oregon? I didn't see the fourth down. So Oregon had the ball, a minute and a half left, and they're on their own, I believe, like 35. And Bo Nix goes out. He got hurt. So he's out for a play. 
Two plays. Yeah, they run. It was third down and one or two, and they ran a play. Didn't get it. Fourth and one, minute and a half left. They're going to go for it. Bo Nix is on the sideline still. They have the backup quarterback in, and they go for it. And they run his own read. Quarterback gives it to the running back. He slipped, gets tackled in the backfield. Oh, he slipped. Slipped. Dang. They lost to Washington. I mean, they're done now as far as. Yeah. That was it. Make, yeah, and, and I think Tennessee probably is like, good, good. Because I think that was the sexy pick that could have come over the top and yeah. had they won their conference championship. Probably not, but it could have been the team that, that gave them a little problem there. Uh, Man, Oregon's tough to watch on TV. Because the colors, just and they're just the everywhere. Colors, yeah. and I think that game too is like purple and like bright yellow. Yeah, very highlighter colors. Very hard to watch. Yeah. Arkansas lost to LSU 13-10. Really pissed me off. <laughs> we had to play the backup quarterback. Our quarterbacks hurt. Couldn't play. Yeah. He's been hurt for four weeks, five weeks. So stupid. Sorry, man. Everything's stupid. Sorry, dude. Everything is stupid, except Vanderbilt beating Kentucky. That was awesome. Yeah, heck yeah, it was. Big shout out to Coach Lee for the big win. Their first SEC game, I think, since 1911. Your boy. <laughs> 1911. <laughs> Before the conference was even existed, that right? Yeah. yeah. So, hey, hey, back back to Arkansas it's, it's, LSU it's 26 though. Twenty six games, yeah. Uh, that boot does that go back to LSU? Does the trophy just go back and forth? It does. If you okay. win it, you got it. Because we saw it, mm-hmm. like a few we months ago. Them. We beat them last year. Okay, got it. So it goes back. To, yes. Uh, but yeah, big big win for Vanderbilt and Coach Lee. That's awesome. Yeah, that was cool. And I, I told you, Kentucky sucks. They're awful. We're even playing. We're playing with a backup quarterback. They have no excuse. Yeah. Alabama Ole Miss was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lane Kiffin. Probably made some fourth down calls that he wishes he didn't at this point. But other than that, I mean, Ohio State rolled. Michigan rolled. The TCU-Texas game we talked about was close and ugly, but TCU wins. All good. Tennessee wins. Georgia wins. Georgia rolls. Yeah, so it, it'll be, again, one, two, two, four. And this twos are Ohio State-Michigan, even though one will be two, one will be three. That doesn't even matter because whomever wins that game will be the two. And then you have TCU, Tennessee probably hopping up in there. Tennessee's sitting back going, I've got to play a conference championship game. Mm-hmm. All I have to do is beat Vanderbilt coming up. Hot, the hot Vanderbilt in two weeks. They're going to beat <laughs> Vanderbilt that in South Carolina. Yeah. And they're good to go. Yeah. Now, you better hope LSU doesn't hop in that game and beat Georgia, though. Because it's going to be... Yeah. A conversation if LSU wins the SEC and isn't in the top four. Now, where it gets a little dicey is that LSU, or that Tennessee beat LSU this year. I think it beat them pretty good early in the year. Yeah. But it's not about, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. But I still think Tennessee gets, I don't know. Because there's it's not a rule they have to get in for winning the conference, but it's the SEC. And if you win the SEC, which is the biggest conference, even though it's not a rule, you should get in. Mm-hmm. The committee is really hoping, I think, that Georgia wins that game for I would, that reason. I would imagine. I mean, because let's talk. Let's let's be. It could be Georgia. We'll say, Ohio. We'll say Ohio State or Michigan, right? Okay. We'll just say uh, Big Ten. Okay. Georgia, Big Ten, Tennessee, LSU. Possibility, three SEC teams. If what, okay, because TCU's in, right? Let's say they go undefeated. Well, I, I mean, I think TCU's going to lose the game, but okay, because TCU's got three games to play. Yeah, they got these two plus conference championship. In that conference, I believe they just take the top two teams. They play again. There's no. Yeah. The Big Twelve just goes. Okay, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. one and two. Just play. Right. I think TCU loses. So let's just say, for the sake of this, TCU loses. Okay. 
and everybody else does what they do. And LSU wins the SEC championship. Do you put three SEC teams in? Do you go Georgia with one loss? Because they're going to lose. In, in this scenario, LSU will beat them. Mm-hmm. Georgia with one loss. Ohio, uh, Big Ten with no losses. Tennessee with one loss. LSU with two. Or do you put in Michigan, who loses, with one, and they're only losses to Ohio State, but they've had a piss-poor schedule other than playing Ohio State. If TCU loses and LSU wins the championship, who's in your four? Eddie? Very interesting. I don't want to put LSU in there, but yeah, if they win, they might not even get in. I mean, this is just a spe- right, 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 yeah, right. But if they win, if they win the championship, the SEC championship, I mean, I think you have to put them in. And yes, three SEC teams in there because yeah, yeah I mean, sure, TCU, great season and all, didn't have a crazy- a one loss TCU does not get in. Correct. No. Right. Correct. So with that scenario, yeah, three e- SEC schools, even over a one loss Ohio State or Michigan when their only losses. Again, week week schedule. You said yeah. it. Who's is weaker though? USC's schedule or I just can't believe it. I just the Pac-12 didn't even factor into my mind. Yeah, I watched them for the first time the other night, and I mean they blew out Colorado, but Colorado's god awful. But but it was okay. a, it was a rough start though. It was a yeah. rough start yeah, to that game, yeah. and I think that's where they struck. Dude, I kept replaying your words in my mind. I'm just like, dude, their defense is not good. Their defense is not good, and you're right. They don't have the defense to win big games like if that. If they were undefeated, obviously they get in mm, because sure. they're an undefeated team in a power conference. But does a two-loss LSU team get in before a one-loss Pac-12 team? Yes. Eddie? Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. If they win the conference. Yep. Yeah. If, if they win the conference. I love chaos. I mean, it's going to be great. I hope it's so chaotic. Usually things figure themselves out, and I hate them when they do. I hate when things figure themselves <laughs> out. LSU's not going to beat Georgia, so. Maybe not. That's where we're at. Yeah, I agree. They're probably not going to. I would imagine if that went to the line right now, probably like an eight-point line yeah. over a touchdown, I would yeah. think. Oh, yeah. Because Arkansas, I mean, we we shut their quarterback down. He played terrible. He runs the ball and throws a little bit. All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to play with four guys on the line instead of three for most of the time, but then let's pass it down. We're going to put three at, three down. We figured him out. But, yeah, anyway, interesting. Um, love it. Great weekend for everybody but me. So congratulations, everybody, uh, on your good weekends. This weekend sucked. It sucked. I'm stupid. It sucked. I hated every bit of it. Although, I told you I took all my money on my DraftKings account and started over. Yeah. Like I actually cashed out, and it did pretty well um, on my cash out. And then I I am, after two weeks. You left what in there? Two bills? I know. I, ev- I took everything out mm-hmm. and then re-put back in $200. Got it. Like the way you started the first time. Yes, and I'm at $500 right now. It's pretty good, man. After two weeks. Pretty good. You can actually get on the app and follow me. But I forget what my, what my name is. I don't know. All right, we're, we're, we're going to go to Coach Trailer now. Guys, we got to do better. Yep. With what? I don't know. I'm talking to the Cowboys that are listening. Guys, we got to do better. <laughs> They're not listening. Although Matt Overton got a tackle on one of the punt returns, yeah. I think. Hey, you guys will be talking to him in a few weeks, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Of course. Stupid. I gotta go eat. All right, thank you guys. Mike, Mike, is there anything else I forgot to do? Uh, oh, we gotta do the end, don't yeah, we? The rapid. Okay, let me go to Coach Trailer first. Hey, Coach, how's it going? Good. How are you? Hey, pretty good. I see your two one zero hat, and one of the guys on the show because we're all. I mean, I'm from Arkansas, but I lived in uh, Central Texas for 13 years, and immediately we all go, "Man, he gets a Whataburger whenever he wants." <laughs> <laughs> that's what we. That's what we think of when we think about going back home. You ever get Whataburger, Coach? Number one. 
cheese, mayo all the way. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. That's my order. Well, and he's also like a Texas guy, like a nat- naturally <laughs> a Texas guy, too. Coach, the town you grew up in, uh, was it Gilmer? Is that what it was called? Yes, sir. What did, Does Gilmer have a Whataburger? What's Gilmer like when you drive into it? Uh, when I was a kid growing up, we had two Dairy Queens. We were so country. Uh, <laughs> so that was our big spot. But now they're a huge, uh, you know, metro. What's the word? Metro, whatever. Word. They're, they're, they're big time in Gilmer now. We got like Whataburger. And, uh, we're, we're, we're population 5,000. But yeah, they're, they're, they're rocking there. I was expecting like a 45,000, how a coach was describing the, <laughs> the metropolitan town of Gilmer. Well, how many uh, kids played on your high school football team? Um, you know, when we got there, there was about 22, 24, 25. Um, but I was there 15 years, and we ended up with probably anywhere from 65 to 75 on the varsity, 60 on the JV, probably 65 with the freshman team, 75, 8th grade, 75, 80, 7th grade. Did you take anything from – because, again, you're you know, Texas high school coach of the year four different times. Do you take anything that you learned from doing that culture-wise and move it into how you still coach today? Because it seems like that's something you've been able to do consistently is actually fundamentally change the culture of a program. Have you taken anything from back in the day that you still implement today? Yes, yeah, so there's no doubt. I mean, the biggest difference is I was a head coach at the age of 30. Uh, thought I knew everything, didn't know anything. Uh, you know, you kind of get to mess up some stuff and nobody's really watching you. Uh, so just kind of figure it out. And 18 years of being a head coach now, and uh, you just get to practice on some ways of doing it correctly and some ways of doing it incorrectly. And you kind of figure some stuff out. Now, what I figured out the most is when you have great quarterbacks and you've got great players, you win a lot of ball games, and that, that buys you a lot of time <laughs> to learn how to coach. Whenever you're working with your guys now, because you walked on at Stephen F. Austin, do you – as a former walk-on, do you spend a little more time looking at the walk-ons because you're like, dang, if I just would have got a shot because I was a walk-on. Like, will you invest a little bit more in them because of your past as a walk-on? I think the bottom third of the locker room is always the most important part to focus. You know, those top guys are always happy. But your scout team guys, your special teams guys, your walk-on guys, you better spend the majority of your time managing the bottom third of your roster. And unfortunately, I was in the bottom third, right? So I kind of understand what that feels like. And uh, it's important to me, probably the high school coach in me, like every coach on my staff knows every single player on our roster by name. There's nobody called by number 27. Hey, you, hey, whatever. We know our players. And uh, that probably has a lot to do with it. I'm not sure if any of those guys ever knew my name. And probably didn't deserve to know my name. Whenever you win a game like you did this weekend, how do you watch that game tape? Because it just seemed like for me watching the game, and I've had an interest in you guys. And uh, m- when you left University of Arkansas, like I followed you guys and watched you guys very closely because you also went with one of our other guys who played at Arkansas, right? And so I've been watching UTSA uh, very closely. And I'm also, I feel like I'm somewhat from the area. But when you whoop a team, like you've done many times over the past couple of years, how do you sit and watch that with your team? First, I was hoping, Bobby, you didn't remember uh, that I was there during that time. <laughs> But, yes, uh, Barry Lonnie Jr. is one of my very best friends and came down here and helped me uh, build a program. And I'm so excited for Barry to go to Illinois and the success he's had. You know, he bet on himself. I mean, he was, he could have stayed there and coached Todd Hens at Arkansas and made more money and helped Sam. Uh, but, man, he came down here, and I couldn't pay him even what they were paying him there. Uh, but he bet on himself. So I'm so happy for him and Janelle and the success he's had. 
and I know I took that off on a, a question you didn't even answer, ask me. But when I watch a game like that, I'm just thankful. We've been in nine games that have come down to the very last play. So we didn't even know how to act to be ahead that much at halftime. I forgot the halftime speech, uh, what to even say when you're up that much. So it was just a huge relief for us for once to go out there and actually take a game and finish it and let all of our guys on the roster play. When you bring up something interesting, halftime speeches, and again, I didn't play at the level. You didn't play high school football, and I was a slightly above average high school football player. But I remember if our coach gave us the same super intense, exact same speech twice, it wasn't the same. Like you only got certain amount of bullets for certain amounts of style of speeches. You ever feel like, okay, I got this one. I know it's like my A+. plus, So I got to wait until it's like a big game where we really have a shot. And sometimes you're considering, maybe I use this one now. Now I'm going to go over to my second speech that I want to use when I really – like how do you choose which halftime speech to use? Because you can't be super angry every single time. Uh, no doubt. Uh, the, the words, the delivery, and also it depends on the team, right, Bobby? I mean, I've been here now three years. We've won an absolute ton of ball games with the same kids. I've got like nine guys on offense that have been starting for me for three years. So you can imagine how many times they've heard the halftime speech. But at least this time, this year, this was the first time we've given the old speech, hey, you know what Sonny Cumbie's telling Louisiana Tech right now. The score is zero to zero. We're all starting over. You're going to hear the exact same speech from me right now, but at least it was the first time this year my guys have heard it. But we have had quite a few big leads in the last three years. So, unfortunately, Frank Harris, my three-year starting quarterback, had to hear it one more time. <laughs> yeah, I was going to next question. Like, if you have a great one, but you have the same kids, you almost can't tell it again the next year as well, even in a similar situation. I think that's part of it, though. Like, what you're saying, just being honest. Like, come on, man. We've been through this a million times before. You know what that coach is telling their guy? These guys have been playing ball forever now. It's, I mean, they're junior high coaches. They're not great coaches. They're JV. They're high school coaches. I'm sure imagine the amount of halftime speeches these poor kids have heard. And I just want to keep it real with my guys. I, I never want there to be coach talk. I always want to be sincere and real because the moment those kids realize you got that coach talk in you, they're done with you. They're not listening to you anymore. We'll pause this interview with Coach Trailer for a second to talk about, well, football. And NFL Sundays, they're only getting better. And so are the incredible offers at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Right now, if you're a new customer, you can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same game parlay and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props and point totals. It's all about having fun. That's what I do. And it's all about making games maybe you wouldn't be interested in. So much more interesting. DraftKings Sportsbook obviously is my go-to when betting on the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code BOBBYSPORTS and place a $5 pregame Moneyline bet to get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with the code Bobby Sports, 21 and up, most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for terms and resources. Gambling problem, 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the Tennessee red line, 800-889-9789. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY, 467-369. And now, back to Coach Trailer. What are some of the challenges that you face? Because, again, just being from the area and knowing UTSA a bit, because uh, UTSA is known as a commuter school for some of the kids that just go to school there, that will just drive there to learn, not to, not in athletics. But what are some of the challenges with UTSA being perceived a bit differently than some of the other big schools in Texas? Just changing that narrative, exactly what you just said. That's what we're known for, right? And people don't realize now we have 35,000 students. 
Uh, people don't realize they're one of the best student sections in the country. I mean, I, every Wednesday, Bobby, it's probably the high school coach in me. I'm passing out taquitos, donuts, pizza, getting other kids. Uh, I asked them what it would take for them to come to the game. They're like, hey, coach, you know, the Alamo Dome is downtown. It's an incredible environment. But, you know, we want to we want to party a little bit, and we don't want to drive down there and, and maybe get slightly intoxicated and drive back. I said, so if I've got y'all buses, uh, would that help? They're like, oh, that'd be awesome. So I went to Dr. Carpost. We got them buses. We bust them down there. We bust them back. Whatever I can do to keep my students involved. And we've got a great student section. They're there early. They stay late. And uh, that that's just it. Building a program, changing the narrative, uh, getting boosters, uh, raising money. We're in a new $45 million facility now. Our boosters have been fantastic. We're getting bumped to the AAC now. We've won a lot of ball games. We've recruited well. All that stuff helps. But just all those things, Bobby, it's a great point. And we just got to change the narrative of how people really see us. I was going to ask you about the AAC. What's going to be the difference for you when you guys move conferences? I would say just the depth of their rosters. I was watching East Carolina and since he played the other night. Uh, I've been in that league when I was coaching at SMU, so I'm familiar with it. It's just that we've only been playing ball for 12 years. You know, we're going to get some guys that have been playing ball for 100 years. Uh, now, NIL deals are going crazy right now. Our city, we're the seventh largest city in the country. Uh, we've got three collectives going. So I know the more uh, our players come in here and we take care of them and we win ball games, uh, we'll be fine. But how quick, Bobby, can we catch up to the depth and the 100 years of boosters versus 12 years of boosters? Yeah. Do you ever reach out to famous alumni and go, hey, it's Coach here. We're really doing some big things. If you haven't been watching – I'd love to get you involved, more involved with the program. Big Spurs fan, right? Tony Parker was at the game Saturday. Uh, Ginobili plays tennis out there where my wife plays tennis. Uh, I haven't asked him for anything yet, but I'm sure I'm getting to know him really well. <laughs> hey, see those Spurs want to help us over at UTSA. <laughs> you still like coaching in Texas? Is, is that? I mean, that's home for you. Is that where you always want to be, Coach? You know, I'm a big believer in my faith, and I, and I believe the Lord has a plan for me, and I'm, I'm not going to. I'm very happy where I am. These people have treated me great. They've given me a 10-year contract. Uh, they're excited. There's something about building something, Bobby. Uh, you know, I was at Gilmer. It's my hometown, my high school. Uh, and to build that and leave it in such a great place, um, I, I just feel very needed and wanted here. And, and I like that feeling. I, I like helping. Uh, obviously, I love the state of Texas. My parents are still around. My brother coaches with me. I've got a nephew on the staff. And, uh, but I don't know wherever the Lord takes me. I know I'm really happy where I am right now. Does it feel different when you start to, cause oh, you guys were like number 15 when I, I think last year when I was watching you guys, does it feel different when more eyeballs are on you? I think it was a blessing last year to be undefeated so long. Uh, we went from being a nobody, you know, my first year here, we were picked to win zero games. We had nobody on the all conference team. We won seven. That was fun. Cause everybody was just thrilled every week. Uh, then last year, we were kind of the Cinderella story, undefeated. We, we lasted all the way to game 12. Uh, but I think that helped us uh, because we're used to kind of being the hunted now. Uh, we're, we're used to having that target on us now. Lost a crushing game early in the year, triple overtime to Houston. Lost a heartbreak at the University of Texas. Went through some injuries. But I think all that stuff was really good for us, and we're playing our best football right now. Do you have a flea flicker in the playbook? Every week, three of them. My favorite thing to call. When when they work, I take credit for them. When they don't, I blame my coordinator, Will Stein. <laughs> How often do you guys practice one of those plays where, because I see them on Instagram all the time, where you know it's the last play of the game and there's just lateral, 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 lateral. We're trying to keep it alive. 
Yeah, not as much as you want to hear me, about once every six weeks. I mean, you hope you don't have that situation very much. There's a reason we see that Stanford band play all the time, Bobby. It doesn't happen very often, right? What was that, 30 years ago? It's a long so time. So we work, we work it about once every six weeks. What about onside kicks? Do you guys have any quirky onside kicks that you haven't rolled out yet that you're like, nobody even knows what this is all about? Yeah, big onside kick guy. We've got two this year. We've, we've tried two. We've gotten two of them already. So, yeah, we, we like to do that. Uh you know, I've got a ten-year contract, right? They can't fire me right now, Bob. I can do some <laughs> for a little while. Think about this, Coach. Let me run this by you. Maybe, uh, maybe it's a thing. Talk I, to me. Talk to me. I haven't me. seen it yet. I haven't seen it. Don't know if it's a thing. I don't even know if it's legal. I like to start like this. <laughs> Let's imagine I'm the punter, Coach, and this yes, is my sir. this is my fake pun idea. So you snap me the ball. Boom! I take it. Now, the actual movement is you take the ball with the two hands. You lower it. You kick it. What if you lowered it and then you took it? and you slung it up in the air like a punt. Like you threw it way up in the air like a punt. And everybody thinks it's a punt because they didn't actually see it kick off your foot. And then you run under and catch it as part of the punt team because it's a pass because you slung it up in the air. Could that happen? It, uh, Louisiana Tech tried it on us last week. Well, There's crap. a rule that when your punter's out there and it looks like a punt in any way, there is no defensive pass interference on the rules. So you can just absolutely destroy that punter as soon as that ball's up in the air. And Louisiana Tech tried that on us last week, actually. So, uh, Sonny Cumbie, you must be talking. Hmm. Well, I did not even wow. know that was a thing. But you can take it and just sling it and act like a punt. Can you Can you go, mm, like it sounds like a punt? <laughs> and then, th- I don't know. There's got to be a new way to reinvent. If I think of a great way to reinvent a punt, I'm going to message it over to you, Coach. And then after you do it, we'll talk about it. If it works, all the credit I'm taking. If it doesn't work. I'm I'm blaming the Bobby Bones show. I get all blamed anyway, Coach. It's okay. I get blamed for everything in the whole wide world. <laughs> hey, with recruiting and you guys doing so well, if you're winning, does that open doors immediately for the next recruiting cycle, or is it almost if you're winning now, it helps two cycles from now? Right, I agree. Uh, we're we're really paying uh, a lot of benefits from last year's success. Uh, our first year here, winning seven, didn't, we didn't get on the national map. We just had a lot of local uh, recruits. But getting all the national attention, getting the SBN awards, all that kind of stuff, helmet stickers, decals, uh, and then following up this year, you know, playing University of Texas is so tough. Uh, those kind of things go a long way with recruits. The success, uh, I would say, mainly, though, Bobby, for recruiting, is even those kids at the University of Arkansas, SMU, University of Texas, Gilmer, our kids here, they all talk to each other. Uh, we, we, we got uh, a player named Joe Evans from LSU who started the national championship team as our defensive tackle here, all because of the way I treated a kid at the University of Arkansas that was his first cousin, and they knew each other from Haynesville, Louisiana. So he, he told Joe how I treated him when I coached him in Arkansas, and because of that relationship, I got one of the best defensive tackles in the country. So players talking, uh, national recognition – all that stuff matters, but relationships is what matters the most, Bobby. You a Cowboys fan, Coach? You know, my son coaches linebacker for the Saints. So until then, and which has now been four years, I was a diehard Cowboys, but now I'm a big Houdat guy. Uh, but I still keep up with my Cowboys, I'll be honest. You ever, with, you know, friends or friends of friends, and they start talking about football and they don't know you're a coach, and you're thinking to yourself, this guy's the biggest idiot. He does not know what he's talking about. <laughs> They're talking about who? Like, who am I listening to right now? Well, I'm when, when I, just, you're just like a gathering of folks, and suddenly some know it all, thinks they know all about football, watching a game, and they're like, what they should do here is run. That's every, yeah, that's every, that's every event I've ever been at. What's worse than that, I'm okay with that because nobody listens to them. 
it's the commentators on TV. Uh, some of them, some of them just don't have a clue and they act like they do, which gets coaches in trouble. And some of them are very, very good. Some of them are dead on and everything they're saying, but I'm going to say that is like 12% and 88% of them don't have a clue. They're just loud. And that's what's way more annoying. You know, when I was young, Bobby, I'd go over to my high school coach's house and watch TV with him. And he would always have the TV muted and it would drive me insane because I'm like, what are you doing? That's the best part of the game. He's like, Jeff, these guys don't know what they're talking about. I thought, what an old, crusty man. Now I'm that old, crusty guy. I just mute it. <laughs> There's only a few of those guys I listen to on TV. I can't handle it. you have any burner accounts where you send messages to people that talk crap about you or the program? No, sir. If anybody ever found that Jeff Trotter was that fake, it would crush me. Okay, well, let me know, and I'll do it for you. You can you can just tell me, and I will do it for you, Coach Trailer. Hey, congratulations, Coach. I mean, I, I mentioned culture earlier, and you've done it multiple times at multiple places, but it's you've taken UTSA to a level that I'm sure that even when they hired you, their greatest, their, their biggest expectation, this is so much grander than that. So congratulations, Coach. It's fun to really see what, what you're doing up there. Well, Hunter, your chat was huge on me getting this job down here. And I'm very grateful for the words that Hunter gave down to Compost and gave me a chance. Our years in Arkansas were great. I know they were not what you guys wanted for sure. I don't blame it. Bobby, you were fantastic. And all those fans up there, just absolutely wonderful. Rooting for the Hogs always. Uh, God bless the birds up, Bobby. Thank you, Coach. And Hunter Yurchek, uh, big at getting me to give him money, too. So there we go. All right, <laughs> Coach Trailer, good luck. See you soon. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Take care. All right, there he is. Okay, it's time to end the show. Much like this sports weekend and this show, I couldn't wait for it to be over. The show? And the sports weekend. That's, I mean, that's terrible. Everybody loses. Everybody sucks. Everybody sucks. We suck. They suck. It's just a bad feeling. You suck. I suck. We all suck. Well, you scream. I scream. We all scream for ice cream. Oh, well. Nice. Coach trailer was awesome. I'm going to have to go get a job at Starbucks or something to pay for this. You get health insurance there. I got pretty good health insurance here. I'm just saying if you need How do you feel about Starbucks? your insurance here? Good. Yeah, me too. Pretty good insurance. Really good. Yeah. We're lucky. Yeah, very lucky. I agree with that for sure. Uh, we're going to go. Go follow us at 25 Whistles, please. Can, and, I, can I have a thought? Last thought? Oh, yeah. We just know some Monday, but I'm happy for that last thought. Just a quick thought. last I'll have one too then. Yeah, quick. Quick thought. Tom Brady's a B. Yeah. Like tripping after, you know, like he, he tries to go for a, a trick play where he's the receiver. He falls down and slips because he's 80 years old. Fournette didn't throw it the best, but okay. Yeah, I get awful. it. Awful. What are you talking about? And then he try, and he trips the guy. Like that to me is the exact image of this dude's personality. Mm -hmm. He's a little B, and I'll leave you with that. What do you want to say about that? Uh, I want to say it sounds like somebody's still bitter off their loss yesterday, <laughs> and they're just looking to take it out on somebody else. That's all. Here's what I want to say. Eddie is a little B. <laughs> oh, hey, what did I do, though? <laughs> all right, that's it. We'll see you guys. See you guys on Friday. Bye, everybody.